0: Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the podcast that is maybe going to happen if we don't have a million more technical difficulties that spring up along the way. Wow, this has been bad. I am so sorry to our guest, this Jess Robertson by Comcast. from Girl with the Tattoos. Um, Jess, how are you doing? And so sorry we wasted 30 minutes of your time troubleshooting this uh, program.
1: Oh. I am kid-free. I don't care. We're good.
0: Ah, oh, it has this. This is not how our show usually goes.
1: It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Things happen>. uh. <laughs>
0: Jess, we are so glad that you could be here with us um, tonight. We're just going to talk with Jess about her photography company and a little bit about inclusivity and uh, rewiring your website to uh, make LGB- LGBTQ plus people feel um, less excluded. Right? Right. Yes, because in my show Thanks notes, I excited. accidentally wrote down to make LGBTQ plus people feel excluded, not less excluded, and I felt terrible.
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but at least you caught that.
0: <laughs> at least I caught that, and then publicly said all, it out loud all about anyway. Being better. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephen. So Jess, <laughs> you are in Detroit, Michigan. Um, we are recording yeah. this in March. Today it was freezing rain all day where I am. Every single one of our trees is just covered in icicles. Ugh. What is the weather like it's up there? My
1: way. Um, we are getting freezing rain as we speak right now. Mm. Like like yeah, was... forty eight hours ago, I had my windows open and it was seventy degrees.
2: Yeah, it's been a big tease. That's why, like, the Midwest is like such a shit show when it comes to weather because Mother Nature is like, "Hey guys, like, here's a reprieve from all of that like crazy snow. I gave you. I just want you to lap this in, and then, like, oh, just kidding. Freezing rain time. Hope you didn't want yeah. to bike today, or God forbid, take a picture outside.
1: My kids were literally outside in their bathing suits, like. 2 days ago and then you know just enough for all my great dane's dog poop to thaw in the backyard and then now it's going to freeze again.
2: <laughs> I I love I love all the memes, the midwest memes when we start to get warm weather when it's when it's like finally hits f- above 40s in the midwest and it's like people in shorts with like martini glasses. That's it's like that's us.
1: I'm originally from northern michigan so like down here when everyone's like oh it's like 42 we're freezing i'm like 42 flip-flops and shorts let's go (laughs) for reals my brother came over tonight and he was wearing shorts like (laughs) did you not know we're getting freezing rain tonight he's like and it's not right now
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's not freezing raining inside
1: right right Anywhere, flip flops year round. I mean, we're just we're from Michigan. That's how it works.
2: That's that's right. It's a Mich- Michigan in your blood. It's a little yeah. thicker there.
0: So then, when you travel from Michigan to a place that's more tropical, is it just like I can't move because of the heat?
1: Yeah. Yes, uh, I die. Except for um, I shot my best friend's wedding back in December down in St. Petersburg, and it was freezing down there i mean granted it was like in the 50s but it was like windy and cold and everyone's like oh my gosh we're so sorry this is the coldest it's ever been here and we're like okay like still cold but it wasn't near like up here type of cold but yeah like when i travel south i swell up i'm sweating i'm so uncomfortable (laughs) like i'm cold-blooded can i go home now please
0: (laughs) it's so weird like my wife and i were in california last summer or last february wow and uh there were like people it got down to like high 50s low 60s and there are people like running around in winter jackets with like beanies yeah. on their head and stuff and it was just like what is going on because like i'm out in like a short sleeve shirt and jeans and i feel fine yeah the human. My body best friend and I a were border. in
1: LA um last March. Actually, we when we landed in Detroit it was the thirteenth of March when the shutdown happened. Um, and when we were out there, it was it was rainy and it was like high fifties, low sixties, and everyone was wearing parkas like we were at home and her and I run around in shorts and t shirts and flip flops and you know, we had we rented a convertible, we had the top down. We're like, You guys are crazy. This is summer.
0: It was nice yeah, of you to bring the to, rain, we, though, yeah. to L.A.
1: What was that? It was nice
0: of you to bring the rain to L.A. with you.
1: Oh, ugh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> but then in a way, like, looking back, we were like, you know, maybe that kind of, like, kept us safe because that was, like, the outbreak of, like, you know, the start of COVID and all of that. So we're like, maybe it was, like, a good thing that we couldn't go everywhere and be around big crowds. But, oh, well. The rain sucked. Everything flooded and our car like kept <laughs> sailing everywhere. <laughs> it was fun, I guess.
2: <laughs> so what, what keeps you in Michigan?
1: Um, family.
2: Family girl.
1: Yeah, Makes my, my husband's family lives in Knoxville. Um, my family's all here in Michigan. And my two older girls are from a previous marriage. So like, you yeah. know i'm here with with them until they're older so gotcha but michigan's not all that bad i mean we've got no? the lakes we've got the mountains we've got everything we got good beer great beer we do the speaking of
0: beer. beer jess are you drinking anything tonight
1: i am i'm drinking <laughs> speaking
2: of non-beer
1: I know, non-beer. <laughs> I drank all my Eastern Market Brewery beer, and theirs is the best beer ever. I got White Claws.
2: <laughs> it's okay.
1: It, it's March. Summer's coming up, so diet season. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> me yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, but Michigan's what got White great Claw, beer.
2: <laughs> what flavor of White Claws is your, is your go-to?
1: I'm going to be a basic white girl and go with watermelon.
2: <laughs> Call me a basic white girl then. Cause that's my jam.
1: <laughs> I'm not a basic white girl in any other shape or form, but that I am
2: Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of guilty of buying one of those stupid brewmates just for white claws. So I could hide them when we go places <laughs> so that people don't know what I'm drinking.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: i forget I this be. is on a podcast right now people are hearing this <clears> and layers, and calm, layers, layers and layers of dust messages. Messages. that we're unraveling
0: tonight wow
1: <laughs> it's funny like when my husband and i go out to eat like i order a beer and he'll order a martini and when they come deliver it you know like bring it to the table they'll like give him the beer and me the martini and i'm like no here you go <laughs> yeah he likes sounds- all the free drinks
2: What's who doesn't like fruit and who doesn't like drinks? Put them together.
1: Gosh, I like beer,
2: <laughs> <sighs> guys.
0: Dustin, are you drinking a beer tonight?
2: I'm drinking one of my favorite beers that I won at a Christmas like gift exchange thing uh, for our little neighborhood called Sex and Candy. I actually discovered this at a wedding. Is that from 18th Street, oh, where the groom forced me? Yeah, 18th. It's a great Indiana beer, my friend. Yeah, um, my friend. yeah, it's one of my favorites.
0: Not as love good it. as Michigan like beer, but we're working on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have good but, sours. I love sours.
2: I uh, see so I don't like sours.
0: Do you? Uh, do you have a favorite brewery in Detroit?
1: Uh, Eastern Market Brewery. Mm-hmm. Eastern Market. And they, they um, partner with the ferndale project they are amazing like not only are their beers and their seltzers amazing but they are incredible activists and like really good with like inclusivity and really good with like empowerment of like the community and giving back like Oh my gosh! If you follow them on social media, it's just it's so refreshing and and inspiring to like follow them when there's you know like the big movements and the the protests last year or whatever. Like they joined up and were like community, tell us what we can do, what we can help with, and they like put their money where their mouth is, and it's amazing. I love those two breweries. Their 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 beer is like par none, but um just like their like activism in the community is makes their beer even better mm-hmm. so i drive like i live about 32 minutes outside of detroit but like i'll drive down there just to get like a six pack of beer and then drive back because you know like i love to support small wow. businesses but, like they give so much back to the community and like rebuilding and everything of the city that it's worth it they're they're great
0: that's awesome i love that they actually did something last year
1: during everything because so
0: many companies are just like no we're gonna we're gonna ride this one out we we don't we're not gonna take a stand either way um so i guess screw you all especially and, in the uh, midwest much better yeah, than they uh they
1: did um, they came out with a few special brews just for that and like for the, the different movements and the protests and stuff like that and all of um the profits from that were giving given to the inner city like um different programs and different outreaches and they're they're just phenomenal people.
0: Well oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. I love working with them. So every time I like I, I'm shooting a wedding, I go down like in, in the Detroit Eastern Market area. I always take my couples there, like my wedding parties there. We always get a drink and like they they're awesome. They absolutely love it. I love them. They're like, Hey, we know you like, come on in, come on in. It's on us. I'm like, you're my favorite.
0: (laughs) I need to get to that level with a brewery around me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Come on in, come on in. It's on us. That's, that's, those are magical words. (laughs) I didn't know (laughs) people who own breweries could say those words.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it could be a good or a bad thing. <laughs> like, I mean it's like Starbucks. You walk in, they know your order, but I go to a brewery and they're like, Hey, we got this new sour, you want to try it? And I'm like, Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like, I I may or may not know these people.
2: Um <laughs> and then they like finish it up with Did you ever finish the keg that you got yesterday from us? Like is that so,
1: For my couples, a lot of a lot of times they will give like my couples like a free keg for their reception if it's in Detroit. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) Talk about a (laughs) hookup. Do you like? How do you work that into the client consultation? Like, I'm not. I'm not saying you should book me, but you may or may not get a free keg for your reception. And it's going to be. I mean, it it will be a sour, but.
1: I, I kind of slipped that in there. I'm like, hey, if we go to Eastern Market Brewery and take pictures, um, we may or may not leave with some free beer. And they're like, let's go! Oh my gosh, I love them. Yes.
0: And I'm currently <laughs> trying to know, book know my a anniversary shoot with Jess in Detroit. So <laughs> go. let's go.
1: It, they're, they're really cool. They got like the, like this big garage door that opens. It's big, industrial. Like it's it's so cool.
0: Oh, that sounds great. It's one of my favorite places.
1: And like I said, the the owners and the staff there are amazing. They make it like such a super safe space and so inclusive and they go out of their way to like make their stances known like they're like no other place around here.
0: That's awesome. So... Jess, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, you um, how, how did you get your start in photography? What, what was the uh, thing that caused it to be a passion spark of interest for you?
1: So, funny story, um, I was actually in school a year and a half away from graduating as a physician's assistant. Mm-hmm. And um, I just like wanted to get a camera, like I had two little girls, and I was like, oh, you know, I just wanna take pictures. And my ex-husband bought me a camera because I did good in school. And then I started skipping classes, <laughs> didn't go back. And we did like this Route 66 RV trip. And um, right before we left, I applied for like a studio and it got approved. And he saw the email and he's like, you're not going back to school, are you? And I was like, I'm not. No." and still to this day i mean like we're really good friends and he's like it was the worst best purchase i ever made cuz you're you're actually really good at it and i was like thank you you know so like that kind of like got me started nice. i dropped out of medical school to become a wedding photographer and i wouldn't change it for the world even in a pandemic i wouldn't change it for the world yeah,
2: that's great especially
1: yeah. It's been yeah. Summer.
2: I don't know if I would. Admit, <laughs> I would say the same, but I'm not smart enough to go to medical school. So
1: I didn't think I was either. I was homeschooled, and I had to teach myself a lot of things. But I'm very, very determined. I,
2: I feel like I feel like when it comes to medical school, homeschooled kids would probably have an advantage because they have better study habits and better self discipline. No.
1: Maybe. No. Some, not the way I was
2: homeschooled. But. <laughs> Some, just not me. <laughs>
1: not, not the way I was homeschooled. But um, that's another story for another time. <laughs> uh, but I did. I, I, I had to teach myself a lot of things, overcame a lot of stuff, and then I got a camera and decided to become a photographer. And it's it's turned out to be very lucrative and very good.
2: So, when you say you you became a photographer, was it like? took a few photos and then you're in somebody the classic case of somebody who's like hey Jess like you take pretty sweet photos could you do my wedding or was it sort of like a build-up into like family seniors then the wedding
1: um so I got a camera and I took a few pictures of my kids and I posted them and one of my friends who is a phenomenal boudoir and wedding photographer was like hey you've got some real talent would you mind like if I mentored you and took you under my wing and taught you like the ins and outs. And I was like, sure. So I mentored under her for about two years and shot so many weddings. Like back then it was like you shot for free for your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mm-hmm. shot, I want to say about 150 weddings for free just to build my portfolio solid. And I did like family stuff, you know, like for money or whatever. Um, I didn't even touch my own weddings for two years. And then after that, once I felt like I had a good solid portfolio, that's when I like became a quote unquote wedding photographer. But yeah, someone close to me was like, Hey, you've got talent. I want to teach you. Let me train you. Let me show you what I, you know, what I know. I was like, okay. The first wedding I showed up to, I had like a Nikon D 80 in a 50 millimeter lens. And she was like, oh, are you shooting in JPEG or raw? And I was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> she gave me my camera and like put it all in manual and was like, figure it out. This is how we're gonna, I was like, okay. <laughs> and the rest is history. Bingo. So yeah.
0: So how so stressful you, you was that first one? What...
1: <laughs> do I now know what? <laughs>
2: Do you know what JPEG and RAW are now?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> just a little bit.
0: <laughs>
2: really, Dustin? Nope, that
0: that
1: was your question.
2: I'm still trying to figure it out. <made> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out.
1: I don't shoot nato an anymore. <laughs> you know, that... Hey, I've been
2: Anything's guilty wrong. of it a few times.
1: You no, know, I've shot one session like. I reset my camera and whatever. And then I accidentally shot in like auto and JPEG and I got home. I'm like, what did I just do? Oh no. <laughs> Thankfully it wasn't like an outdoor session. So like I was able to actually like salvage stuff, but never again. I'm so like mm-hmm. anal about checking all my settings. Like it's not going to happen again.
0: What What do you shoot with? Are you still on Nikon then? Or?
1: I shoot Nikon. Mm-hmm. Um, I shoot 750s. Are they
0: paying
2: you or something?
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I like my Nikon's.
2: <laughs> Everyone likes yeah. their Nikon's until they take a feel of the Sony ponies.
1: Ah, that's what I keep hearing. That's what I keep hearing. And I was going to make the leap to switch, but then the pandemic hit. So I'm kind of just like waiting to. Make the switch because it's like a huge investment. So
2: mid-pandemic should have been when you switch because all these camera stores probably would have been like waiting to barter.
1: Mm, Like we've got (laughs)
2: inventory. Oh really? (laughs) Mm -mm. I, I had camera stores reaching out to me in the pandemic asking if I needed anything
1: must
2: be nice to be on like, that level Hey, are, are you, <laughs> like, I know you, you're probably not shooting much right now but in case you're thinking about upgrading we have a lot of inventory we're looking to move
1: yeah not here no nope. I, I, I like I like my 750s and my 600s and I work with those
0: when you do go mirrorless are There's you, you wrong with the thinking 750s. you're going to go it's Sony solid. or are you going to stick with Nikon
1: um I think I want to go to Sony. Um, when Nikon went to mirrorless, they didn't have a dual slot. And as a professional wedding photographer, that's just like a huge no-no for me. Um, I know mm-hmm. they did just release a new model. I don't know the name of it that does have dual slot. Um, but I just haven't seen enough like reviews and enough people who like it. Yeah. Um, so I think I might go Sony. I'm not sure. But I mean, we're talking, that's like almost a $12,000 investment for two bodies and all the lenses. So I'm kind of just waiting, (laughs) (laughs) waiting for 23 so we can get past, you know, like all the reschedules and all that stuff. We'll get there.
0: So, um, you you brought up inclusivity a few times when we were talking about yes. breweries and stuff like that. Uh, and you would originally, when we first were talking about like doing an episode with you, said that you wanted to talk a little bit about like um, common or about like uh, helping photographers out with their websites uh, to yes. make them more accessible for people who are LGBTQ plus. And I was just wondering mm-hmm. if you could tell us like, what are some good common mistakes that you see people making with their websites
1: well so the first one and it's pretty obvious but a lot of people overlook it is using the words bride and groom Mm -hmm. or they'll be like hey brides you know like let me like help you i want to be your best friend let's plan your wedding and i'm like not every wedding has a bride not every wedding has a groom um, and if you really want to go like X, the extra mile, not every wedding has a sheer he. you know, like it, it's, it's very frustrating even now, like, you know, if, if you're in a lot of wedding referral groups or just like wedding networking groups and people post referrals and they'll post them and then like all like, you know, like. It's like from Nemo, (laughs) my, 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 like a million people are responding within seconds on this (laughs) referral, but it's like, Oh, Hey bride. Like, I'd love to like, like, and they always use that word. And I'm like, why, why are we using the word bride? Why are we using the word word groom? Or a lot of the times it's not even the word groom. It's just, Hey bride, like, or Hey, or they'll post like, um, in some groups, like Mondays, you can like self-promote yourself. And they're like, Hey brides, like let's, let's plan your wedding. And I'm like, Well, what about if the wedding doesn't have a bride? Mm-hmm. Why would you have that? You know, or I'll click on websites and on the homepage, you know, it's hey brides, like it, it, it's like not every wedding has a bride now. Not every wedding has a groom, like It just, it it needs to be like, not such a, I don't want to say gender conforming, but just like a specific term because it's going to turn a lot of people away and it's going to make them not feel welcome. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just, I just booked a wedding a few weeks ago for two brides and their biggest thing was like, we click on these, these wedding photographers websites and they say they're inclusive, but we see nothing on there. And then we read all of the verbiage and then we go to fill out the contact form. And the contact form is bride's name, groom's name. Like why? It doesn't have to be on there. It could be spouse one, spouse two. It could be, you know, like name one, name two. It doesn't have to be so specific because one of them was like, I'm not a, bride you know like i'm not a groom we're both brides so that just automatically Mm -hmm. turned us off or there was nothing on their website that showed they were inclusive they can say they are all they want but there was nothing there Mm -hmm. so we just clicked off of it or you know and a lot of them do that out of fear because they get turned down so much yeah you know, they'll reach out and be like, hey, by the way, like, we're getting married. You want to see if you're available? My wife and I, or my future wife, or my future husband and I. And they'll be like, oh, no, sorry. We don't believe in that. We don't shoot that. So they're so afraid to even reach out to vendors if it's not shown on your website that you're missing out on, I don't want to say just so much business, but you're missing out on just like so much community and humanity there that. It's hindering people and it's shying people away from you and your brand by using these words of brides and groom or the bridal party when you could just say, hey, it's a wedding party. Mm-hmm. You are know, like trying to stay away from those type of things.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all really great advice. Jen and I, my wife Jen and I, we had two different couples approach us this last year and say to us, do you shoot LGBTQ plus weddings? Because before we even go to like a next step, we need to know if that's a thing. And like one of them is literally somebody who shoots for us. (laughs) Like it was just like one of those moments where I was just like, Oh my gosh, we are doing something very wrong if like somebody who literally shoots for us who knows us very well is asking us this question and like we had to like take a a deep look at like that kind of stuff another one of our uh, clients from last year just straight up told us before we even signed with them um look we already fired a photographer because when they sent over the contract it said bride and groom and we just don't want to deal with that and so they are like, just so you know, mm-hmm. we like you guys before you send over the contract, make sure you have, you know, no reference to gender at all in it. And so we had to like go through our contract okay. and like double check everything just to make sure. Cause it was like, we don't, we don't want to make anybody feel left out or feel bad. Like that's like Absolutely. the worst thing we could think of doing to somebody else. So, but it was also like this, uh, Absolutely.
1: wake up call stopped. for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not as hard as everyone thinks it is. And a lot of people overthink it. It's just, you can use spouse one, spouse two, or name one, name two. You don't have to use bride and groom. Um, I, I did, um, I'm going to say four years ago before I completely changed my contracts. I did send a contract out to a, a couple and it was two brides and they were like, Oh, your contract says bride and groom. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even think about it and since then it's changed to spouse one and spouse two and like for the wedding or family formal spouse one's family spouse two's family it's really super easy to change it it's just so many people overthink it like in a lot of these wedding groups like different posing groups and different prompt groups and stuff like that that we use for like support they'll be like oh my gosh I have my first same sex shoot like I need help for ideas I'm posing or whatever and it's like why why overthink it yes they're they're the same as anybody else like i get like okay a lot of poses you put the guy behind and hugging the girl so why not just take turns it you know like Mm -hmm. so many people overthink it to where it's almost like hindering them yes almost you know like just don't put so much thought in it treat it like regular writing like i can't wait for the day when instead of saying gay wedding or gay weddings or same sex weddings, it's just a wedding. You know, like we don't Crap. have to put a title on it and I've, I've shot so many of them and I love it. And, and one of the biggest things in like all of my reviews that you'll see is people say like, we love how inclusive you are. We love how you made us feel safe and welcome. Instead of that, we were a token or we were something special or different. Like we felt like anybody else that you were shooting and I was like that is the best compliment that you could ever get you want and it's to all
2: make- because you take him for a beer <laughs>
1: <laughs> a lot of times yes <laughs> or whiskey you know whatever it is oh where'd he go
2: I derailed the conversation and Steve's just like I'm out of here
1: he's, he's gone peace out <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was something um, probably about a year ago we did in just our initial email that we send like after they inquire, like the kind of I wouldn't say it's auto generated. I actually like make like yeah. copy and paste and send it to them But it um, instead of saying like, hey, Alexa, like we can't wait to talk to you and your future, you know, husband, yeah. um mm-hmm. you know, let us know when we can meet up. Steve's like, can you see me? No. No. Um can you hear me? And so we switched the email to like Damn we it. can't wait to meet you and your like future spouse. And yeah. just like those little things to just, you know, yeah. make sure That's we weren't I like making like, yeah, it
1: exclusive. Like I'm always like, mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to talk to the both of you or you know, you and your future spouse, because I go the extra mile and I don't want to assume gender identities. So I'm like, you know, instead of saying like, Oh, you and your, you know, future wife or future husband, I'm always, right. I'm, I can't wait, you know, your future spouse or the both of you. And it just, it it's just much more like inclusive and welcoming. And it's a relief to hear that people, you know, like they, they feel safe with that. Because there's not yeah. much of that out there. I mean, still, I'll, I'll click on... I mean, you get a little nosy on wedding referral websites and, or on mm-hmm. referral threads. And you're like, hmm, what do you do? And then it, the first thing you see mm-hmm. is brides or brides and grooms. Right. And I'm like... Mm. And, I, I, and
2: I'm guilty, guilty of this 100%. Like We haven't updated our website in probably 9, 10 years.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, it's bad. Like, I mean, we update our blog. Like, our blog every time we shoot a wedding, the blog gets updated.
1: Oh, SEO but and stuff. You haven't updated that
2: in that long. I'm, I'm, I'm top page of Google. I mean, I'm not in Detroit. I'm not competing with that okay. level of big dogs. Um, okay. <laughs> but, but for, but yeah, we haven't updated to the point where my assistant. So it's like always on the winter project list, like update the website, update the website. Yeah. And every winter that we think we're going to be dead, it's like, we're super busy and it works. never, never gets updated. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully this month, uh website, like the, at least the portfolio portion of the website gets changed. Cause we don't even edit like the way our, like main photos look on our website i mean not that they're like crazy off but um
1: Uh, i'm like redoing my website every like three to four weeks
2: (laughs) uh see how yeah it's like you have four children i don't know where you find time for such things
1: i just i i don't sleep a lot
2: (laughs) i i have a five month old i don't
1: sleep at all Oh, I, trust me. I, I get that. My, my youngest will be two on April 1st. So we're still going through that.
2: Uh, it's not fun. Our three-year-old is having a sleep regression right now where he's okay. getting up like every three hours.
1: Yeah. Freya's doing that too. I'm like, dude, just go to sleep.
2: <laughs> and, we've, and we've combined the five-month-old and the three-year-old. They're in the same room. And so like oh, they each wake each other up and it's like yeah. this awesome game of Russian roulette where I just uh-huh. want to, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a mistake. No, you mm-hmm. should not do that. <laughs> it's, it's
2: the best. That's the best. So how, but, how did you get like into this like whole inclusivity other than just being like a decent human being that cares about others?
1: Um. Other than just being a decent human being who cares about others, uh, I just, I have a lot of friends and family that are part of the LGBTQ plus community. And I grew up in a very conservative Christian home. Mm-hmm. And I was raised to believe one thing. And then as I grew up, I was like, why is this wrong? This should not be wrong. And I started meeting a mm-hmm. lot of you know, LGBTQ plus people. And I started hearing their stories and relating to them. And I was like, no, this is not okay. Like you guys should be able to marry and love and celebrate it. So as I became a photographer, that was kind of like, one of my missions and goals was to create, and I hate using the word safe space because it's like, like this trigger thing or like a buzzword, but creating a place where they could come in and they didn't have to hide who they were. A lot of my couples still are like, you know, I'll even ask them like, are you okay with PDA and photos? Like, are you okay with kissing one another? Are you okay with holding hands? Just making sure that they're comfortable with displaying those types of things. Cause a lot of them still are conscious about it. So I just wanted to make it feel like, I don't know. Like if someone were to tell me like, Hey, I have to tell you something like I'm gay and I'd be like, then I failed as as a human. You shouldn't have to make it this big Mm -hmm. exclamation. You should just be like, this is my partner, or this is my wife, this is my husband, this is who I'm with. And I'm like, I just want to make it so it's like that. And so I have specifically went Mm -hmm. out of my way to make sure on my website that I and I've shot so many weddings for free, like for for second shooting and as a main shooter to make sure that I cover every religion, every sexual orientation, every race, everything. Because I fully wholeheartedly believe that if someone is on your website for more than 30 seconds and doesn't see someone that they relate to or see themselves, then you're failing. Like Mm -hmm. you're you're missing the mark. And so I purposely will go out of my way to make sure like almost a little over the top to make sure that everyone is represented everybody feels welcome everybody feels safe and that they can relax when they're around me and that's like see what and that's why
2: that's why I keep telling my wife we have to do a styled wedding in Hawaii because I I feel <laughs> like that's why we're not getting Hawaiian weddings because they come to our website and they're just they don't see it and we're falling short make on friends. the Hawaiians feeling like we are relatable.
1: Just make friends. I shoot uh close to 50% of my weddings are destination weddings. Jeez, I know. I know people everywhere. Is that because
2: people in Michigan are like, I don't know if I really want to get married here?
1: Yeah, yes and no. But a lot of people from Michigan have family in other places. And they're like, hey, they're getting married. We want you to shoot the wedding. Nobody else can do it but you. And I'm like, cool. Okay, let's do this.
2: Yeah. I would say 50% of our weddings are people who are from here but have moved elsewhere, have big boy and girl jobs in like, you know, <laughs> California, New York, wherever, Seattle. Yeah. And then they're like, whoa, it's super expensive to get married yeah, here. <laughs> We're coming <laughs> back to Indiana where it cost us like $600 to rent somewhere to get married. And
1: I have a, I have can, a few of those. I've got one on the 24th of April, and they are coming back from San Diego to get married in Michigan. I'm like, why? Can't we just... You're like, planes
2: go go both ways. Planes go both (laughs) ways.
1: Right? Like, can I just go there, please? But yeah, they're coming here, which I mean, I I love shooting in Detroit. My city is amazing. It's beautiful. I wouldn't have it tattooed on my arm if it wasn't. Like, Mm. I just... I'm like, I just want to, like, the beaches, please.
0: <laughs> now, the tattoo on your arm, do you have to go back in to get it updated every time they put a new building up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, this is the, the, the original, the OG skyline. This won't be messed with.
0: <laughs> the OG.
1: <laughs> the OG skyline, yeah. And, and this is actually the view from Canada, by the way.
2: Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, so it's not um, even an American view. So...
1: It's looking at wow. our beautiful country and our beautiful city. Wow. Not from Dustin.
0: it, looking over. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Jess, if it's cool with you, we're going to do some questions yeah. from, like, some random people on Facebook oh, yeah. and stuff. And uh, if, if you're ready for that, and Dustin, are you ready? I was born ready for it, Stephen. Yeah. You were born ready. Cool. Let's do some Q&A.
1: But,
2: but Steve...
0: Uh, The first question comes from Steven from uh, Dustin and I's very own Facebook group. And Steven says, hey Jess, I heard earlier in this podcast that we were recording, you said spouse one and spouse two, could we swap that out for passionate lover one and passionate lover two?
1: (laughs) I mean you could, but I don't know how it would look holding up in court.
2: I'd like to see that where they're like fighting to get their deposit back and you're sitting there in small claims court and you are like, uh, I'd like to like to call to the stand passionate lover one. Sorry, sorry. No, Joe, you're passionate lover two. Um, Steve, I'm going to need you up there. And then they start fighting because they're like, "I never said you're a passionate lover. I said I'm the passionate lover, and this just isn't going to fly." I would say, if anything, you're an average lover.
1: Right. Uh, it just I starts into this I'm whole gonna, thing. The judge just being like, "It's it, just leave."
0: Just take your five hundred. So you're insinuating, Dustin, that the it. contract is what broke them up. <laughs> all
2: because of this context that Steve from our Facebook group insinuates you should change your contract to. Some random Steve. Random Steve. Definitely spelled P-H not V. I
1: agree with
0: that.
1: (laughs) 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 Any judge would see that in the last.
2: See, I would love. See, that's so, the kind of thing like uh, I would love to do for my contract. But being in a conservative Midwest city like my own, like there's several parents who would see that because God forbid brides and grooms, you know, fill out their own contracts. Uh, parents would be like, "Passionate lover one, um, excuse me, my kids are not no passionate lovers." Uh, next photographer. <laughs>
0: You'd be like, why are they getting married then? I mean, weren't they the product of passionate lovemaking? See, I have separate yeah. contracts
1: for parents who are paying for the wedding and then brides and grooms that are hiring me, so.
2: Well, aren't you just super professional?
1: I minored in law, so yeah, I tried.
2: <laughs> Pre-med, minor <laughs> in law, law school dropout.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm a college dropout-turned-wedding-photographer.
2: Six-figure wedding photographer, I hear. I
1: am. I am. Boom. I'm proud of it.
2: I didn't actually hear that. I just totally made
1: that
0: up. No, no,
1: no, no, no. no. I am. (laughs) Even during the pandemic, still. Let's see if we
0: can work that magic again. Seven-figure wedding photographer, I hear.
1: That is going to be in the next few years. Boom. Yeah,
0: that's what I like to hear. I'm just
1: going to manifest that, put that out. I will be. (laughs)
0: Nice. So uh, Joe from a random Facebook group asks, I was hired to shoot an elopement in Michigan and I couldn't find the location on Google Maps. When I asked someone from Michigan where it was, they held up their right hand and pointed to their thumb. What does this mean?
1: <laughs> Probably Port Huron. Um <laughs> So from Michigan, we we have, you know, our state. And so the thumb, the most popular city is Port Huron. Um or it's like port Sanilac, yeah
2: <laughs> interesting <laughs> i didn't i didn't know any because of it's shaped like a mitten dustin no when, i when know that i didn't know what the most popular cities were
1: well no like like, i mean there's a lot of cities in the thumb but like that's like the most popular one that's got like the beaches and do you stuff get like that.
2: detailed are you like are you talking more like the nail or are you like kind of more down what? by the knuckle Absolutely.
1: So where I'm from, where I, like, I'm here, up by this cuckold. <laughs> I was born down it's like here. like an hour
0: south of Mackinac?
1: Like, uh, just, yeah. So I was born in Lapeer, grew up, graduated from Millington. My family moved up to Onaway, which is up here, and it's about 45 minutes south of the bridge. <laughs> we have the cool state where we can use our hand.
2: Yeah, here we take our sock off and we hold it up. (laughs) And then we're like, hey, so you're trying to go down by the toes. And if you go past the toes and fall out of the sock, you're in Kentucky. And then you can marry your sister
1: or your your
2: cousin. Or I'm not sure how it goes down there. And there go all of our listeners
0: from Kentucky. Kentucky. (laughs) We didn't have any. It's fine. (laughs) That state's a dead zone for us. It's, we have all the other states. Kentucky just hates us. All the us Louisville so much. listeners go over the river to listen to our podcast. <laughs> we have to, um, Amber from a random Facebook group asks I spent the last five years establishing my brand as an exclusive luxury brand. Yesterday, someone said that they weren't going to be hiring me because I was too expensive. And also not inclusive enough. Does this mean my brand power is strong or does it mean that I'm an asshole?
1: (laughs) A little bit of both. Um, (laughs) If you don't have enough inclusivity in your portfolio, then what's the point? Um, But I mean, really, the market speaks your worth. So if you're too expensive, then you're not showing enough luxury things. You're not Your your portfolio is not luxury enough for someone with a higher budget to hire you. I mean, that's really what it is. Whether if it's mm-hmm. second shooting a lot for really cheap or free for really high-end luxury weddings with the exchange to be able to use that in your portfolio, which I, I still, after 11 years, I still do that. If someone posts like, hey, I have a wedding at this venue and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like number one in Michigan, I want to shoot there. Or even I'm traveling to New Orleans and I'm shooting a wedding for like literally travel, second shooting a wedding, mm-hmm. because I want to build in that market. You you have to like sacrifice a little bit. So if your portfolio is not luxury enough, then a lot of people are gonna say, Yeah, you're too expensive. Because if your work does not reflect your pricing, then You're just being an asshole. And if you don't have... Maybe her
0: work was just all assholes.
1: Right? And if you don't have inclusivity, and inclusivity isn't just LGBTQ plus community. That's people of color. That's different races. That's plus size people. That's people with extreme height differences. If you don't have that, then yeah, you're charging far too much for a little bit of what your portfolio shows. So yeah if you don't have that then does
2: exclusivity uh also cater to like the uber rich yeah okay
1: <laughs> that's a whole different class gotcha a whole different area
0: maybe it's just like all of her photos are taken on private jets like the the wedding happened on a private jet in international airspace i mean
1: it could be it could be Every single but time. if if i go to your your website and all i see are White hetero couples that are size two in a beautiful mountainscape or beach setting and no other diversity, I'm going to leave. Sorry. But
0: that's what I paid thousands of dollars to do styled shoots so that I could have. I was going to say
1: the same thing that fifty okay. other photographers have.
0: If
2: you don't want to see beach and mountains, I couldn't get through that sentence without laughing. Check sorry. out Indiana-based photographers. Right? I
1: mean, I'm in Michigan and I still got that. You're like I, like, I
2: love that cornfield. It's such a good cornfield wedding photo. Right?
1: But like when I was planning my own wedding for like for a real life example. I had my dream wedding photography team that I was going to fork out 80 or $8,200 for like I wanted them. They, I was going to fly them in from New York to do my wedding. And we got who, married on devil's night, which if they're they're not from the class, it's the night before I'm not going to say their names. Um, because there's, a huge, there's no, there's a huge drama thing that happened last year with them. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I, I was gonna fly them in from New York, and my husband and I were getting married on Devil's Night. If you're not from the Midwest, it's the night before Halloween. I was wearing a black dress. My husband was wearing all black. Our guests were wearing all white. We were gonna get married in this abandoned church in Detroit. Blah blah blah. And they said, "Oh no, we're good. That's not our style." And I was like, "What? I'm I'm paying you a." F- fortune and you don't want to take me like okay whatever like that's cool it wasn't luxury enough for them cool
2: should have called Stephen or I we would have been like uh, $8,200 I don't care what you're wearing I am there
1: (laughs) right but like people just they get turned down all the time so imagine like being in so in love with someone who just happens to be the same sex as you are and you inquire with your dream people and you're willing to pay whatever price and they're like mm, no not our thing sorry
0: and, i would love to meet the photographers who are turning all these people away like mm, geez
1: they got roasted <sighs> last year and they were a i can't imagine being the in the
0: position where i have so much work i'm turning people away because I'm it has nothing to do with whether or not I'm booked. Like it's just, oh no, I don't want to do this. Never mind.
1: I'll message you their names because I'm sure you've heard of them and the, the drama that happened with them. <laughs> I'm
2: sure we yeah. might have talked about them on this podcast.
1: I'm sure. Might might start with an H. <laughs> it
2: might. It might indeed.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> that would be them. <laughs> So, yeah, they, they told me, no, they would not shoot my wedding because I was not their style.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. We promised that we weren't going to put Samford on blast anymore on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh. He's not from New York. I know. I know. Oh. Sorry. Well,
1: uh, we, we no longer they had to go somewhere else, back to their hometowns.
2: Uh, of so. uh, Baltimore.
0: <clears throat> um. Mm. Miranda from a random Facebook group says, I was emailing a polyamorous thruple about a shoot and couldn't think of what to say in place of you guys. So I wrote cowgirls and space guy as a stand-in and meant to change it before sending once I thought of something better. I forgot to change it. It's been three days since and no response. They've been replying almost immediately prior to this. What do I do? I think you have to send them a photo of you dressed as...
1: It's a space cowboy Space cowboy <laughs> I have shot a poly wedding before um, <laughs> But like, That's terrible <laughs> Ooh, I mean To save yourself from that yes You would have to do like one of those like laser Background 90s School photo shoot or Just that, that i
2: check in
1: <laughs> like, like, Hey, by the way, this is my thing. You better have like a uh, like one of those like ride-on little just chaps
2: in an astronaut helmet.
1: But with like the broomstick, like felt-headed horses.
2: Yes, <laughs> with a rocket backpack.
1: That's, that's the only way to redeem yourself from that and be like, "This is my thing." <laughs>
2: and you have to live that life for the entire time you're with them.
1: That's terrible. <laughs> When I shot my poly, one my poly group, it was like, "Hey, you guys!" Like that was just how it was. How do you want to be addressed? And they said, "You guys."
0: (laughs) It's good to know that you guys can be used kind of universally.
1: Yeah, I think it's a Midwest thing because out in California, they use like, "Dude." You know, it's just like a gender neutral thing. And here in the Midwest, like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, you guys, what's up? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just a me thing, but I always ask people. I mean, I do that. Right? Like, I ask them, how do you prefer to be, like, addressed? And they'll tell me. Even if it's two brides, I'm like, hey, you guys, or, you know, or I'll correct myself sometimes, be like, hey, ladies, but. Most of the time, it's
0: just like, hey, guys, what's up? See, I got afraid of saying you guys to people. um, So I just started saying y'all to everybody. (laughs)
1: It's
0: like I'm just going to get real colloquial with it.
1: Don't say y'all.
0: Howdy, y'all. It's me, Steve, here to shoot your wedding. (laughs) It's my Steve.
2: I just got down and getting the eggs from the chicken hand. Just wanted to check on y'all. See if you're still planning out the all wedding. You said
0: that like it's a joke, but I've shot multiple weddings with chickens at them.
1: Are we going to have the barn raising after the wedding?
0: <laughs> Who's going to be dancing
2: in the pig pan?
1: God, no. We don't see y'all here. I mean, you guys are a little bit more south than I am, but we don't say y'all up here. <laughs> it might, it might. It's be pity. Be more like acceptable down there, but not here.
2: <laughs> I don't think it's acceptable anywhere.
1: I don't think it is either. Or at
2: least it shouldn't be there. When all our wow. southern listeners.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. It's okay. We just lost Kentucky again.
1: It's <laughs> okay. My fe- like my in-laws, are from Knoxville, so like. I get the y'all thing, but like, it's just not a Northern Mid- Midwest thing. Is that what, it, what we're called?
2: You're called the hand, the mitten. We're,
1: called the, we're the mitten. Yeah. I know.
2: The mitten
0: know. sits on top of the sock.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll just show this one. This one's yep. decorated. It's not going to be prettier.
0: <laughs> we got one more question. This one comes from Charles from a random Facebook group. He says he's moving to Detroit next year. He's moved almost every year or every other year for the past amount of year, for for a long time now. Uh, When he gets to the new city, he usually does a styled shoot that includes sports apparel for that city's favorite sports team. He doesn't know why, but it seems to work for him. With Detroit, he can't tell if he should do Pistons or the Red Wings. And maybe he's thinking he's done this too much and he should just switch to something like General Motors themed styled shoot. Uh, He's losing his mind. Can you please help, Jess?
1: Okay, so the Pistons are nothing for Detroit. Like, forget (laughs) about the Pistons. (laughs) No one cares about them.
2: Love it. I love how they, like, just
1: demolished the the palace to move them down to the LCA, which is the Little Caesars Arena. But, like, no one calls it that here. Um, (laughs) Just forget about them. Like. Whatever, the right thing. little Caesar's arena, <laughs> Yeah, it's literally the Little Caesars <laughs> Arena, and we just all call it the LCA because who the hell wants to call it Little Caesar's Arena? No, so I
0: mean pizza, pizza no how How quickly has Detroit gone to just not caring about the Pistons? Like, I worked in Detroit when uh, they won the NBA championship. Back in what was it like, two thousand three, 1960s, and like,
1: yeah, right,
0: like <laughs> there were like cars flipped over and burnt out. Like it was.
1: This the only time they. Uh, had I won don't want to say season. awesome, but
0: it was awesome.
1: No, 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 no. The Pistons. Forget about the Pistons. Ah. the Red Wings. Um, it really sucks that they took down the Joe, um, the Joe Lewis Arena, which was like historically named mm-hmm. and really cool to build the LCA. Um, To bring the Pistons So like all the Detroit teams are in Detroit Uh, The Red Wings Obviously we're hockey town We've done pretty bad the last Like what seven eight years Um, But But you guys
2: are still passionate about them
1: We are um, There's a few bars I'm not allowed in in Chicago When I walk in they immediately throw me out (laughs) <laughs> because
0: I like this. I like this. I, Did you pick some fights with some Blackhawks
1: pants? Oh, oh, oh! When we, when I was there, I want to say three years ago, someone was like, "Oh, you want a Blackhawks jersey?" It was like, "Sure, I need good fire material." And they were like, <laughs> "Go to Troy." I was like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." yeah I'm, I'm real bad i grew up playing hockey like i'm from michigan like this i got a huge scar under my chin my front teeth are fake like with it, it's just it's in our blood we're close to canada this is who we are um but like now the pistons forget about the pistons
0: <laughs> i've never heard so are much yeah <laughs>
1: Wow, wow It's the Tigers, I mean the Lions We can kind of like uh, Kind of acknowledge them But
0: no Wow, wow I I was born in Kalamazoo Raised like as a all Michigan fan By my dad Uh, We moved to Indiana when I was like three years old But like all we ever did was watch Like Michigan sports And uh, I never For the life of me Would have guessed Pistons (laughs) Didn't exist. Not
1: a, not a thing. Like they can't give I, I grew up like, idolizing like Isaiah
0: Thomas, so
1: they cannot give play tickets on the radio to the Pistons. Like wow. they they haven't been a thing in decades. <laughs> <sighs> it's the Wings.
0: Not since the they fought Ron Artest and in the Indiana Pacers. Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't know when we were I don't in college, Dustin.
0: Basketball. The good old days.
1: No, it, it's the wings and it's the wow. tigers. The lions, everybody knows the lions because we're kind of like the laughing stock because of them. Um, but I would say so. Yeah. I mean, we got heart and we got spirit. You got to give us that, but. It's the Tigers and the Wings. (laughs) That's who.
0: See, I don't know anything about the Tigers, but like huge Barry Sanders fan growing up, huge Isaiah Thomas fan growing up. Like, wow. I'm just, my mind is blowing I'm a
1: huge, huge Tigers fan. I go to opening day almost every year. That's that's like an actual holiday in Detroit. And a lot of companies Mm -hmm. will give you the day off for opening day. Obviously last year and this year, it's, not a thing um, and it's kind of heartbreaking but opening day for the Tigers here is like a holiday it's a big 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 celebration
2: must be nice to live somewhere with professional it. sports
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> it is we love it see my shirt Detroit city till I die yeah we, we put on for our city We we love the Tigers the Wings Not so
2: much (laughs) the (laughs) Lions. At least you have options.
1: We do have options.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We have semi pro baseball.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Are you talking about Fort Wayne now? Semi
2: pro basketball with terrible names. The the Mad
0: Ants. Come on,
1: the Mad Ants. Are you serious?
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, their their most successful brewery from uh Fort Wayne is Mad Anthony's. Are they are they named after the brewery? No, the mascot's literally an ant. Oh wow, but I well, do think
2: like, there is a correlation crazy. between Mad Anthony and the Mad Ants, and that's like a thing.
1: Yeah. That's like that, that movie from the Flint, Michigan, um, semi pro basketball team, the Tropic Thunders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there uh, is nothing tropical about Detroit or uh, Michigan at all.
2: Our baseball team is called the Tin Caps. <laughs> and the mascots like Johnny Appleseed, if you know who Johnny Appleseed is.
1: <laughs> but that has nothing to do with tin caps.
2: He wore a pot on his head, apparently.
1: Oh. So we're that, made like of tin bottle tops. <laughs> just...
2: Yeah, so <laughs> he's just Johnny Johnny the tin caps is the mascot and he
0: wa- it's like a big guy with a pot on his head. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Learning so much about Fort Wayne right now that I wish I did it. Right.
2: But we but we are getting a, a semi pro soccer team Where we have one?
0: I don't <laughs> okay okay let's yeah, let's stop just trailing yeah, off about Fort Wayne's yeah, let's stop there terrible sports Jess thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking with us and listening to Dustin just trail on and on and on about the Fort Wayne sports teams um, if people who are listening want to find more of your stuff online uh, how, how can they find you
1: um, I am girlwithatattoos.com or on Instagram I am the uh, two underscores girl the tattoos two underscores and that's because someone stole my name and hacked my instagram account so there's two underscores what yeah that that was a whole fun thing um but yeah girl the tattoos.com that is me on facebook girl the tattoos as well um or you can reach out and email me at jess jess at girl the tattoos.com and i'm more than willing to help anyone Go over their website, help them walk them walk through, like, making it more inclusive, making the language more welcoming, and more, like, of a safe space for the LGBTQ plus community.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Jess, yeah. and uh, have a great night.
1: You too. Thank you guys so much for having me on here.
0: It's been Awesome. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Out. Al-